0: This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at channel one You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programmes are also available on TuneIn, And via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11.512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB S2, modulation 8PSK, audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions.
1: Hello, this is Daniel Beals with the news, the headlines. According to central bank forecasts, the annual inflation rate in Romania will start to slightly go down only in the year's last quarter. Seaside resorts on the Romanian Black Sea coast are operating at full capacity and more medals for the Romanian athletes participating in the European Aquatics Championship in Rome And in the 2022 Cano Sprint European Championships in Munich. According to Central Bank forecasts, the annual inflation rate in Romania will slightly go down only in the last quarter of the year. The bank says the annual inflation rate ceased to rise in June, and is expected to fluctuate for a while, then to slightly go down for the next three quarters. Inflation has been forecast to stay around 13.9% in December, exceeding the initial predictions of 12.5%. According to the central bank, inflationist pressures are to be seriously felt in April next year, after schemes aimed at capping electricity prices will have ended. In an attempt to keep inflation at bay, the bank decided to raise the key interest rate from 4.47% to 5.5%. Seaside resorts on the Romanian Black Sea coast are functioning at full capacity these days, in spite of the high accommodation prices. Prices are expected to go down next week because of a programme entitled Seaside for Everyone, due to kick-off on August 28. According to representatives of the Employers' Association in the Romanian Tourism, roughly 100 hotels are getting ready to accommodate tourists for prices 75% lower than at the peak of the season. Romanian athlete Catalin Kirila won bronze in the 500-metre race at the Canoe Sprint European Championships in Munich. A world's vice-champion in Halifax, Canada, Kirila also ripped gold in the 1000-metre single-canoe race in Munich. Another two athletes from Romania, Konstantin Popovic and Catalin Preda, walked away with gold and silver, from the high-diving event of the European Aquatics Championships held in Rome. Popovic made history as the first European champion in this event with 455.70 points. Preda, who took the lead after the first three rounds, eventually ended second with 436.20 points. Italian Alessandro De Rose came third in the aforementioned event. Constantin's namesake, David, claimed two European titles and a world record in the pool and has been designated the best athlete in the men's events at the present edition of the Aquatics in Rome. Romania's national men's volleyball side have qualified for the European Championships due next year after a 3-0 win against Albania in their last away game in the preliminary group G. Romania ranks first in the group with 5 wins and 15 points, followed by Switzerland with 12 points, Bosnia-Herzegovina 4 points and Albania with 2. The seven winning sides of the preliminaries, as well as the best five runner-ups, Are qualified for the final tournament. Romania won a European title in 1963, two silver medals in 1955 and 1958 and two bronze in 1971 and 1977. At the 2019 edition of the European Championship, our side ranked 21st. According to the spokeswoman for the Russian foreign ministry, Maria Zakharova, Russia will have a proper response to Bucharest's decision to declare persona non grata an employee of its embassy in Romania. Zakharova says that Romania has declared the Russian employee persona non grata without any reason and under exaggerated pretexts. The Romanian Foreign Ministry says that a decision to expel the Russian employee has been made because the person was involved in activities incompatible with the Vienna Convention of 1961 concerning diplomatic relations, a generic definition for espionage allegations. And now to end the news bulletin, here is a reminder of the main stories. According to Central Bank forecasts, the annual inflation rate in Romania will start to slightly go down only in the year's last quarter. Seaside resorts on the Romanian Black Sea coast are operating at full capacity and Romanian athletes obtained more medals in the European Aquatics Championship in Rome and in the 2022 Canoe Sprint European Championships in Munich. This is Radio Romania International broadcasting from Bucharest. Sunday
2: Studio
3: Welcome to our Sunday selection of some of the best features we presented to you this week. And we start with history. This week the subject was resistance through radio, which is something that many of our listeners may be familiar with. Hello and welcome to our regular Walk into the Past with Mikalinko Kotsuyu. Konstantinion Parhon was a name often uttered in the 20th century in relation to medicine, but he was nowhere near as important professionally as you may believe. That is because Parhon was a marking personality of the regime that the USSR installed in Romania after 1945. His professional activity was inversely proportional with his political activity, which was, in fact, what brought him celebrity. He was part of the group that chose to side with the communist regime and take full advantage of that privileged position. Constantinion Parhon was born on October 15, 1874, in Kumpulung Muschel, a town about 170 kilometers northwest of the capital, Bucharest. He studied medicine at Bucharest University, and in 1900 he got his degree as a medical doctor. He worked as a physician in hospitals in Bucharest and in other places in the country, and attended a specialty course in Munich, Germany in 1906. Parhon specialized in affections of the nervous system and became a professor at the medical school in Yash, where he taught neurology and psychiatry. In parallel, he started teaching endocrinology at the medical school in Bucharest. In 1928, he was elected as a member by correspondence of the Romanian Academy, becoming a full member in 1939. Parhon became a part of the eugenics movement in Romania between the wars, and at some point he actually started supporting the idea of experimenting on mental patients. The communist regime imposed by the Soviets on March 6, 1945, completely transformed Romania in less than three years. Trampling on all human rights and freedoms by legislation, the Communist Party delivered the coup de grace to Romanian democracy on December 30, 1947. On that day, King Michael I was forced to abdicate, and the Communists dominated Parliament, who had blatantly falsified the elections in November 1946 and proclaimed a republic. The New Year's speech in 1948 was read on the radio by Parhon himself, who was elected head of the Romanian People's Republic Presidential Forum, which had replaced the constitutional monarchy.
2: The Romanian
3: people have now gained their freedom to choose the form of state most suited to its natural aspirations, a people's republic, the democratic regime, instated after liberation from Hitler's invaders and their lackeys through the work, skill, and drive of the best sons of the people, is now strengthened even more. No hurdle stands now in the way of the full development of our popular democracy to provide all who work with their arms or their minds in towns and villages the material and cultural well-being of guaranteeing our country's sovereignty and independence. Now you may ask yourselves how Barjon had reached the highest positions in such a regime. The explanation may be found in his prior political activity. Before World War I he had been a socialist, influenced by the ideas of Karl Marx, and had founded a small party, the Working Party, which would go on to merge with the Peasant Party in 1919, right after the war. However, after two years, in 1921, he had radicalized and become a supporter of the Communist Party of Romania, a section of the Comintern. Romania's switching sides to join the anti-fascist coalition on August the 23rd, 1944, was a major turn for Parjón. He became the president of the Romanian Association for ties with the Soviet Union and president of the ruling council of the People's Republic of Romania alongside writer Mihail Sadovanu and three other communist activists. Up until 1952, he formally held the position of head of state. From 1946 to 1961, He was continuously a deputy in the Assembly of Deputies and then in the Grand National Assembly, the Communist Parliament. In ideological recognition on the part of socialist countries, he was made a member of the Academies of Science of the USSR, Bulgaria, Hungary and the Democratic Republic of Germany. He also held other administrative positions, such as director of the Institute of Endocrinology and the Geriatric Institute. He was decorated with the highest honor of the communist state, hero of socialist work, and the University of Bucharest was, at some point, named after him. Parhon died on August 9, 1969, at 94 years of age, and was buried in the communist pantheon in Carol Park. Hello and welcome to our travel feature, I am Kalin Kotsoju. Today we are headed to the southwest of Romania, to the Semenik Keile Karasului Park. Here we find 11 nature reserves and 65,000 hectares of virgin forest, which in 2016 became a part of the UNESCO World Heritage Fund. Here we can find a rare sequoia tree with a circumference of 5.7 meters, with an estimated age of 200 years. We talked about the park’s attractions with Nikolai Ivka, director of administration for the Semenik Kale Karaashuli Park. The park is in the southwest of Romania, in the center of Caraș-Severin County. It has a surface of 36,000 hectares and is in the north of Anina Mountains and the east of Semenic Mountains. In the park, we have nine tourist trails with a total of 130 kilometers. Along the trails, we find many points of interest. For instance, the trail to visit the Karash Gorges starts in Krashova and crosses a portion of 6 kilometers of them, then continues to the Komarnik Cave. It is in the middle of the park, at the intersection of several trails. This is one of our main objectives. In 2021, we had the most visitors. Moving on, we can go in several directions, towards Semenik or Bukhuy Lakes. Another point on the trail is Margitar Lake. It is not a very big lake. It has about three hectares. By comparison, Bukhuy Lake is much larger and was built after the year 1900. There, we have a thematic trail showcasing species of trees and other flora. In the Semenic kale Karashuli Park, we find two mountain units, according to Nikolai Ilvka. The Semenic Mountains represent about 54%, and the Anina Mountains occupy 46% of the territory and are the karst area of the park. In the Semenik Mountains, we find the most compact beech forest in Europe. It is the virgin forest of the Nera Springs. With a surface of 6,000 hectares, it is the largest virgin or quasi-virgin forest in Europe. Here in the central area, we can find trees with ages of up to 500 years. The forest can be visited accompanied by a management representative. The trail is about 14 kilometers long. In the western part of the park, we have the Anina mountains. Here, the most popular objective with tourists is the Komarnik Cave. Nicolae Ivka told us about it. The cave is 6 kilometers long, of which 1.7 kilometers are open to visitors. It is a nature reserve. It is available to visit through an inactive gallery. Here, we can meet all sorts of interesting formations. Stalactites, stalagmites, columns, all sorts of biz- bizarre-shaped formations. In fact, in the Anina Mountains, we have a number of 803 caves and sinkholes. A cave is horizontal, a sinkhole is vertical. The longest cave in the Semenikei Le Karasili Park is the Buhui Cave with a total length of around 6,500 meters. It is a cave reservation and the deepest sinkhole is Poyana Gropi with a depth of 240 meters. In the park you can find a 16-kilometer trail for biking or walking, practicable by all ages. Nikolai Ivka described it for us. This trail starts in Reșița and goes to Komarnik Cave. Along the trail, we have a few objectives and tourist stopovers where we set up information panels about the areas and about the waterfalls. About one kilometer before reaching Komarnik Cave, we find the Sumrac waterfall formed by limestone deposits. Here, cyclists can go on four more kilometers to reach one of the most impressive trees in the park, a sequoia dendrum gigantea. It is not known how it got there. Someone definitely brought it here because it is a tree species from California. The tree has thrived here at an altitude of 600 meters. Right now, it is 45 meters tall, a circumference of 5.7 meters, and has a diameter of 1.8 meters. The Semenike-Le Karaschuli Park Administration provides guides for several tourist programs in the protected area. The guides are the park rangers, who know the area very well and can offer all sorts of information about the local history and culture, about the flora and the fauna, and the ecosystem. A guided tour costs about 14 euro. Director Nikolai Ivka recommends that tourists get information ahead of time on objectives and on the weather. Through the Centers of Tourism Information Centers and localities, we distribute informative material such as maps and flyers with information on objectives. Irrespective of which side of the park you come in, I recommend you hit one of these centers. You can also visit the park website. The administration is available to all the tourists who want to visit the caves and the forests and is eagerly awaiting them. This has been Traveler's Guide. Next, we review a feature about creative workshops for young people who have hearing problems. Presenting is Christina Mateescu.
2: Hello, I'm Cristina Matescu. Welcome to Inside Romania. Today, we will be talking about creative workshops for young people with hearing loss. The workshops are given by an association called VAR, for Value at Risk, a non-profit NGO with no political or religious affiliations, founded in March 2019. Its aim is to respond to problems and needs in the community by designing and promoting educational, social and cultural programmes in the field of the performing arts, film, music, dance and theatre. In January, the association staged a series of projects to promote the arts at metro stations around Bucharest. And in February, it launched a project called Wave For Me. Veronica, the association's project manager, says this is a very special kind of project wave for me is an international project aimed at promoting the creative potential of young people with hearing loss, recipients of cochlear implants or people wearing hearing aids. It forms part of the Association's efforts to assist people with hearing loss who have been greatly affected by the pandemic and who need a lot of support and projects targeted to their needs. Our project is far-reaching in that it aims to create a virtual art gallery. International communities will also be able to become involved, and we're holding an open call on the 1st of April, inviting young people with a passion for the visual arts from around the world to register, to send us photos of their paintings, photography work or sculptures to be posted on this online gallery. The entire Wave4Me platform is intended as an accessible communication channel specifically designed for young people with hearing loss. In the first stage of the project, an interdisciplinary group will give three workshops consisting of five courses each, covering the visual arts, public speaking and percussion. 24 young Romanians with hearing loss aged between 14 and 18 will be able to attend. Veronica, from the VAR Association, explains. It all began in February with a series of workshops on visual arts, percussion and public speaking for young people from Romania. 24 adolescents signed up, all very enthusiastic and creative. The next stage is the launch of a virtual art gallery some of the works then being exhibited in cities like Sibiu, Timisoara, Yash, and Bucharest. The exhibition will be like a summary of the entire project. We're also talking to international organizations that may get involved and we're getting some funding as well from the Romanian Cultural Fund to allow us to develop this creative project further. The online gallery will include both works created during the workshops and other contributions from Romania and abroad, received after the launch of the open call. Veronica tells us more. The online gallery is dedicated to young people aged between 12 and 18. There will also be a series of podcasts with young people working in the cultural sectors with the first podcast hosted by Luca Gora, already available on the project's page. The third component of the project is the creation and broadcasting of a series of six podcasts, with guests from Romania and abroad, young people with hearing loss who work in the cultural sector. By means of these video materials, organisers wish to bring together people from different geographical areas, but with similar experiences, hobbies and needs, and provide adolescents with hearing loss with the chance to meet other inspiring people like them. The travelling exhibition showing the artworks created will be held in July, but until then you can find out more about the project and follow its different stages on Facebook at Wave For Me and on Instagram at waveforme.var. Before we end, let us just say that World Hearing Day was just celebrated on the 3rd of March. Held by the World Health Organization, it aims to raise awareness on how to prevent deafness and hearing loss and promote ear and hearing care across the world. The theme this year was to hear for life, listen with care, focusing on the importance of safe listening through noise control and less exposure to loud sounds. And that was Inside Romania. We now leave you with trumpet player Sebastián Bornec and an excerpt from his jazz composition called Unspoken.
3: Hello and welcome to a new edition of Romanian Without Tears, our Romanian-language show. I'm Kalin Kocoyu. And since it is the height of summer, let's talk about plants. As usual, we start off with some new words, Plant, plantă, flower, floare, rose, trandafir, sunflower, floarea soarelui, tree, copac, leaf, frunză, forest, pădure, fruit, fruct, grass, iarbă. Botanical garden. Grădină botanică. Great. And now let's use these words in sentences. Trees, flowers, and grass are plants. Copaci, florile și iarba sunt plante. Roses are my favorite flowers. Trandafiri sunt florile mele. Preferate. We passed by a field of sunflowers. Am trecut pe lângă un câmp de flori soarelui. Trees lose their leaves in autumn. Copacii își pierd frunzele toamna. They are walking through the forest. Ei merg Prin let's pay a visit to the botanical garden. Hai să facem o vizită la grădina botanică. Great! And now let's review our basic terms. Plant, plantă, flower, floare, rose, trandafir, sunflower, floarea soarelui, tree, Copac, leaf, frunză, forest, pădure, fruit, fruct, grass, iarbă, botanical garden, gradina botanică. That's all for this edition of Romanian Without Tears. Keep practicing and in again next week. Goodbye, la revedere! And we wrap up this program with a bit of music, traditional music, which is preferred by most of our listeners. And here is Dumitru Forkash
1: Focus on Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International.
4: Next up in this broadcast, it's All That Jazz. Welcome. I'm Necromera Smyon and today's program features clarinetist and saxophone player Alin Constantiu. Considered the king of the clarinet swing style in Romania, The valuable instrumentalist Alan Constantiu, passed away too soon, more than 11 years ago, but the value of his art remains in priceless recordings and memories. We bring back to memory some essential data from his artistic biography, not before inviting you to listen to the piece, Dixieland Band, When the Saint Goes Marching In, that gives the name to the album that was issued posthumously in 2018, thanks to the efforts of the jazz lover Florin Lungu. Aline Constancio remembered 26 Dixieland Band when the saints go marching again. Important musicians contributed to the creation of this material. Pianist Giorgio Nazis and other colleagues from the radio big band, Silvio Albe and Juan Poun Trumpets, Corneliu Meraru Trombone, Marianne Giorgescu guitar and co-arranger, Eugentego bass guitar and Marian Toromak drums. Mm-hmm. Alin Konstanty was born on August 12, 1939, in Chernobyl, Ukraine, studied violin for nine years and a clarinet for another eight, and graduated from the National University of Music in Bucharest, the clarinet class. Starting from 1959, he performed in famous bars in Bucharest, Brasov, Mamaya, in the company of the great pianist Yonchik Karashi, along with whom he started a career in jazz. Alin Constantiu participated as a founding member of the group's Marius Pop Quartet and Vocal Jazz Quartet in the Göttingen Jazz Festival to Germany, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, the U.S. and composed soundtracks. He performed alongside great jazz music personalities. The longest and most fruitful collaboration was with the pianist and composer Marius Pop. Alin Constantiu was part of the orchestra of the Constantin Tanasov Vaudeville Theater and was an employee of the radio big band in the period 1990-2005. He traveled the world, starting from Eastern Europe, then continuing in Central and Western Europe, Scandinavia, the West, South America and the Caribbean. A disciple of Alexandru Imre, a valuable Romanian clarinetist and saxophonist, and great admirer of Benny Goodman, Alin Constantiu had a style similar to his, but much more modern, with extremely inspired improvisations, alternating the clarinet with the saxophone, but preferring the clarinet. He released albums together with most of our valuable jazz musicians, but also with artists representing other genres. Aline Constanti was the leader of the Remember 26 Dixieland band, together with whom he revived this very fashionable style in the 20s and 30s. The album released in the fall of 2018 includes 21 songs selected from the many recordings made over time by the valuable Dixieland group. Listen to them next with the symphonic jazz piece An American in Paris by George Gershwin. For his uninterrupted activity, for 50 years in the service of jazz, Alin Constantiu was rewarded with prizes, among which the most important is the Excellence Award given by the Romanian jazz critics. In the end of all that, just today, listen to the piece Jeepers Creepers, performed by Dixiland and Alin Constantiu. Oh,
5: jeepers. Where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers, creepers Where'd you get those eyes? Gosh, oh, get up how they get so lit up? Gosh, oh, get up how they get that size? Ooh, apology When you turn the head on Oh, it's me Got them on my the on Jeepers, creepers Where'd you get those papers, All those papers, how they hypnotize, yeah, where'd you get those eyes? Get those eyes. Gosh, oh, get up. How they get so lit up. Gosh, oh, get up. How they get that size. Oh, Gallagy. When you turn the hitters on, oh, it's me. That's the football hitters on. Jeepers, 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 was ever more jeepers. When you get those whippers, all those people Wait to get those eyes whoa baby how they hypnotize
1: Living Romania you are listening to Radio Romania International Coming up next on Radio Romania International, in the Spotlight. Hello dear friends and welcome to a new edition of our weekly feature in the Spotlight. This is Daniel Biltz the microphone, and today we invite you to stay tuned for a special event as one of Romania's most active institutions, its Foreign Ministry, has recently celebrated its 160th anniversary. On July 27th, this year, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs celebrated its 160th anniversary. Following the formation, on January twenty-fourth, 1862, of the first government and the first legislative assembly of United Romania, the first portfolio of Minister of Foreign Affairs was assigned to Apostol Arsace. Then, on July 27, August 8, 1862, an institution dedicated to this portfolio was established under the name Department of Foreign and State Affairs. On the occasion of the aforementioned event, The Romanian Minister of Foreign Affairs, Bogdan Aurescu, conveyed the following message. In 2022, we mark 160 years since the establishment of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Romania, 160 years of modern Romanian diplomacy, 160 years of concrete and valuable contributions to the creation, continuance and development of Romania's international relations to the democratic path of the Romanian state, 160 years of service in the defense of the interests and security of the Romanian citizens, wherever they may be. Looking back in history, we realize that the emergence of a modern institution dedicated to diplomacy and to the regulation and management of the young state's foreign ties in 1862 gave an impetus to the efforts of political emancipation and the acquisition of a well-defined international profile which would establish Romania as an independent and sovereign state. An essential component of Romanian foreign policy at that time was the encouragement of a pragmatic and courageous diplomacy oriented towards achieving the fundamental objectives of the Romanian nation. The first task of the newly established ministry was to achieve the fundamental objectives of the international recognition and completion of the union of the principalities. The first objective was related to the recognition by Europe of the double election of the ruler Alexander yuan Cousin. The second objective was the acceptance by the Ottoman port and the guarantor powers of full political and administrative union. In its 160 years of operation, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs has also gone through difficult times. From the War of Independence, the Balkan Wars, the two world wars and the fascist and communist dictatorships to the acute challenges of today. Among the Ministry's employees have been heroes and veterans, rescuers considered righteous among nations for their actions during the Holocaust, personalities who acted with all determination to achieve national goals and interests. Despite historical difficulties, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs has always acted as a vector for Romania's modernization and progress. Personalities such as Nicolae Titulescu, Grigore Gafencu, or Vespasian Pella along with many other diplomats contributed to the institutional and conceptual evolution of Romanian diplomacy and our institution. The history of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs continues to be written, day after day, by the people who serve today in an institution that defends the interests of a democratic, free country, a responsible member state of the European Union and a reliable NATO ally, a strategic partner of the United States of America, a state strongly committed to promoting respect for international law, rules-based international order, effective multilateralism and fundamental rights and freedoms. At the same time, Romanian diplomacy will continue to support and promote democratic values, stability and security in the region and globally, strict respect for international law and rules-based international order, effective multilateralism. The benchmarks of foreign policy remain the strengthening of our country's influence in the European Union and NATO, the development and deepening of the strategic partnership with the USA, In a dynamic and complex global context, marked by a series of crises and substantial transformations of the reference framework for Romania's diplomatic action for its national security, but also for the security, prosperity and exercise of the fundamental rights of its citizens, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs continues to transform and adjust, when for the first time since 1945 the spectra of a brutal unjustified and unprovoked war waged by Russia against neighbouring Ukraine descends on Europe, the implications can only be global. Today we have before us a major test of mutual commitments based on solidarity and concrete action. In this sense, the firm European and Euro-Atlantic response is based on the same values that guide the entire action of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Together with our allies and partners, we are deeply committed to formulating a comprehensive diplomatic response to this aggression with its tragic humanitarian consequences and inestimable economic costs. This is not the first time that the Ministry of Foreign Affairs has been faced with such circumstances. It is, however, the first time that also as a result of decades of diplomatic work, Romania is deeply anchored in a Euro-Atlantic system of unwavering values security, and solidarity. And this does not mean that threats and risks can be ignored. On the contrary, we must respond to them effectively, enhancing our ability to achieve our core objectives. Whether we are talking about climate change, economic crisis, security crisis, the adaptation of Romanian diplomacy, aims at both the lessons learned in 160 years of modern diplomatic history and the structuring of a resilient diplomatic action in all its dimensions. And the adaptation of our action takes shape both in the space of classical interactions and in the space of digital diplomacy. We don't do all these efforts alone. In an era when our presence in the public space has become highly relevant, we aim to be increasingly open to citizens so that the substance and complexity of our work is reflected in the public dimension of society. We want as wide an audience as possible to have direct contact with our work and to understand it, because it reflects the fundamental political lines we follow and the objectives we have set ourselves in the interests of citizens. Also, as part of our open government approach, civil society is our partner in our joint efforts to build and enhance the resilience of society. Since the establishment of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, relations with Romanian citizens abroad have been a priority line of action, managed through the Consular Directorate, a structure that can claim one of the longest histories, its history practically merging with that of our institution. The unprecedented diversification and multiplication of the Consular caseload, the exponential increase in the volume of consular services provided, and at the same time the increase in the complexity of requests for consular assistance and protection, all directly determined by the significant increase in the size of the Romanian presence abroad after 1989, in parallel with the expansion of Romania's foreign consular network, required the creation of specialized structures for certain sectors of consular activity. Thus, in 2003, the Directorate was reorganized as the General Directorate, i.e. the Directorate General for Consular Affairs, which later became the Consular Department. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs will continue to fulfill its duty towards Romanian citizens. It will do so by keeping as a benchmark the work of diplomats who contributed to the foundation and shaping of a united and modern Romania through diplomatic conduct and action dedicated to the same fundamental goal, protecting and promoting the values, interests and objectives of our country and the welfare and security of our citizens. You have been listening to our regular feature in the Spotlight. From me, Daniel Biltz, it's goodbye and good listening. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International...
3: Simply Folk
0: Today's edition of Simply Folk features an artist who unfortunately died very young, but who contributed a lot to promoting Romanian folklore in the Banat region in western Romania, Aurelia Raduțu-Fătu. So in the end of today's broadcast, we invite you to listen to her performing an Elegiac song titled Yesterday at Sunset.
6: Maj. I will be aż się
0: And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC, on 9.760 kHz in the DIM system and on 11.850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15.320 and 17.670 kilohertz, We can also be heard on the Internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl.ri.row. Goodbye.